Your sensors are correct. Do not adjust your heading. Your heading. You've discovered the Omega Particle. Streaming to the Alpha Quadrant and beyond. 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 Here's your host. The anchorman of the Federation. The doctor of Dilithium. This is Jonathan Wiegand. Welcome to the Omega Particle. I am your gracious and humble host, Jonathan Wiegand. Like the intro said, I am the Doctor of Dilithium, the Anchorman of the Federation, streaming all across the Alpha Quadrant. And today is a big day on OPP. This is our 50th episode. I can't believe it. Wow. And not only is it our 50th episode, we have an amazing guest today joining us on another Trek roundtable, and that is my beautiful wife. She has joined us. Um... (laughs) I wouldn't say begrudgingly, Luna. No, she was happy to be here. And I thank her so much for tuning in and and helping out um, with the podcast. And not only today's episode, but all of her support um, through these past 50 episodes. So like I said, we're kind of doing a Trek roundtable. We're reviewing classic The Next Generation episode, which is season five, episode 25, The Inner Light. It's where Picard gets transported to another, like, civilization a thousand years in the past and pretty much it's the flute episode if you're a star trek fan you know what i'm talking about um i decided to cue none of the weird episodes like i've done before and other trek roundtables let's do a classic wholesome one that's what we discussed today on the podcast so thank you again so much for listening and tuning in across these 50s episodes i think what are the stats luna we have five thousand downloads like 48 states have tuned in and i think over 30 countries wow that's amazing. So wherever you're listening, thank you. Oh, and one more thing before we get started. So after like the exit music that we normally have on the podcast, on today's episode, we actually are including a, I guess, 10 or 12 extra minutes. We just let the mics roll and Stormy and I talk about, what is it, uh, a Great British Bake Off and like Star Trek conventions and red shirts and yellow shirts and stuff. So it's just, it's a lot of fun. It was too good not to to keep in, so but it wasn't really part of the episode, you know? So we were like, well, we have to just have this special after credits thing. We'll pull a Marvel here. So if you want to listen to that, feel free to after the episode. But as always, Luna, let's roll that beautiful bean footage for the 50th time. So this is no, this isn't the first Star Trek episode. You, you watched the ones with uh, when I talked with the guys on the other ones, right? With his head exploded. This isn't your first ever. I I have no idea what I've watched when I've watched it. The one with the bug and the guy crawls in his, his head blows up and it's like gross. Oh yeah, it was grotesque. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that one. It was a little over the top. Wasn't that the most over top episode you said? That was probably they've ever the made. Top. Okay. Yeah, it was like gross yeah even today's standards it's gross i don't think the guys when you do the round table understand what they're getting into some of them except for alan alan does but richard richard's even more like of a or was a virgin when it came to like sci-fi and star trek because he never even watched anything well even growing up in the 90s watching next generation i would see it on the tv and i would flip you flip it so (laughs) 
I used to make fun of people for liking oh. Star Trek. So I don't feel you, bad. Here you are making a podcast. Not only a podcast, we're fifty episodes. How far you've come? Yeah, Luna's Luna's excited. She's giving me a thumbs up. Yeah. Behind the stable. But Is um, she eating something? <laughs> that was a nod, yes. She she's, is. Okay. She's busy. But um no, I think, yeah, it's been it's been a long thing because I remember I talked to you about it because I was working and we decided that Wait. I was like, I'm bored. Yeah, we were in the line at cookout and you said Is that where it was? Yes, it was in it was at cookout. Wow. You said, I have something to tell you. And I thought, this isn't good. <laughs> I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> Very serious. I want to start a podcast. <laughs> um, well, it worked out. Um, so. Okay, I'm going to be a terrible wife and say that you can't. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, it's just, like, it was it was a fleeting hobby. And I mean, and this was before the pandemic, so. Oh, yeah. Because now, thanks to the pandemic, we have everybody's podcast because they were like at home. <laughs> but it's like, at least I can say I got into it. It didn't drop off after seven episodes. Yeah, I got into it like six <laughs> six weeks in yeah. before the pandemic. There you go. But yeah, if you've listened to... <laughs> How many episodes have you listened to? Do you think like... Maybe like five. Maybe five. I support you and I love you. That's like you. 10%. <laughs> Isn't that... I mean, I hear you in your, your studio recording. So, I mean, I get little just... I know what you're recording, kind of, so... Luna's, Luna's nodding your head again. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can finally meet. That's right. You hey. guys have never. I guess you've been passing. I've met Luna in passing. In passing, but. Um, All right. So, what is the name of this episode? This is Star Trek: Next Generation, Season Five, Episode Twenty Five. Um, was it Inner Light? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, Inner Light. The Inner Light. It's a classic episode because. Um, sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Isn't it classic? Um, no, it is a classic episode because it's uh, it's one of these, like... It, Wait, can I just mention that we're drinking Earl Grey hot? We are. I'm, I'm Earl Grey creme, though. Yes. Because I don't like Earl Grey straight. Oh, what is wrong with you? I just don't like it. So, I always like this one because it, it just shows, like, it can do 80 years in, like, 20 minutes. That's so, he has an entire civilization. It's kind of... Encapsulated in twenty minutes. Um, now, when they said, "Oh, the plan is Catan," I was like, "Oh, like the settlers, settlers of Catan." Yes. That's probably what we'll name the episode. Is like settlers of Catan. <laughs> this is not inner lightning war. This is settlers, settlers of Catan. I was like, maybe that's where they got the name for it. Was settlers of Catan? <laughs> They're big uh, NGE fans. <laughs> They're big. What was that? Wait, what's it called? TNG. TNG. There you go. ENG. Which I'm is. I'm thinking of uh, Neon Genesis Avangoline, which is which is a thing. Which is a thing. An anime thing. So I don't. Just... I don't know what that is. I know, I know the the one with the we bought a book of it. It's a mecha. It's a mecha. It's a mecha anime. Anyway, mecha totally like, different geek nerdum. So mecha thing. I don't know what mecha is. Okay, so I can't believe only listened to five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense. Like a lot of them are review episodes. So if it's a review, you can't. I yeah. I mean, I've watched a handful of Discovery, so you know. That's true. You did watch... When did you watch Discovery? When the first season came out. Okay. Did you watch it, but you were like on the couch with your phone? There you go. So, okay. That's it. Does that count? <laughs> I guess it does. I understood somewhat what was going on. I understand the plot. They're in space. <laughs> and they're people. doing things. And they're doing things. Um, so the Catan planet... Um, it seemed futuristic, but not futuristic. It was like... You know, I always under... You know, never understand... 
sci-fi is when they're like, oh, we're going to go back in time, but we still are futuristic. And I'm like, I guess it's just futuristic for that planet. Have you ever... Well, actually, if you think about it, because if if it's a thousand years, so they're in the 24th century, or so in the 24th century, so was that, what, 2,500? Well, they were, what, a thousand years? So it's like the 1500s. So if that's their 1500s, I've ever thought about that. If that's their 1500s, we were in the Dark Ages, in medieval times, and these people are shooting crap into space, and... And that and that's and doing soil samples. And they consider that prehistoric or something. Yeah, so I'm like, they're actually doing pretty hot. If that's their that's I actually never thought about that. See, that's why it's good to talk to non Star Trek people. <laughs> it's kinda like the thing with the plant. Everyone gives water to the plant and they're like, Look at all the greenery around you. I'm like, that's actually a great point. You yeah, don't think that about was that. the first thing I thought. They were like, Oh, we're planting a tree and I was like, What about the vines and the other flowering things that around it? You got those to work. <laughs> those, those, those are all work. fake plants. Don't don't. Okay, it's to it's to liven up everyone's moods. Like that's what it's really for. And that dude, I will admit, he was probably hoarding some water. I don't care what anybody. The fat guy. Yeah. How could you have fat people when you're in contentual, like constant state of drought and you're sweating all the time? He makes it work. He's, oh, he... But I feel like I've seen him in something before. Was he? In... I know what he was in. Mm. He was the jump to conclusions guy. Sure. In Office Space. When he was like, what do you think people would do? He's like, remember that meme I sent you a couple weeks ago? It was like, what do you say you do here? And he's like, I talk to the engineers and the engineers mm-hmm. talk to the customers because they can't talk because I have people skills. It's that guy. Yeah, okay. He's, he's a jump to con- Other people will know the reference. He's the yeah. jump to conclusions guy. Yeah, okay. So he's the he's the fat guy that Picard befriends. Mm. And then... Um, we could be we Post. could we could be here like an hour. <laughs> like we're, we're like ten minutes in and we haven't even gotten to the episode. Um, so yeah, when Picard, I just thought it was so funny. It was like beam of light. He's out. <laughs> well, it was. I mean, yeah, it was kind of strange. Like it was like that. And it's then, like walks in as these MC Hammer pants. I was like, okay. the clothes were interesting. Very nineteen eighties. Even though this was, I think, shot in like nineteen ninety four. So stuff. So, mm-hmm. I think it's funny that even though a thousand years in the past, they still have they should, parachute pants. They should have fired the costume designer for this episode. I don't think they. Okay. Do you know the first season, the budget was so small, they had to go to the other lot to get food. They wouldn't even give them like legit food. Shocking. In the first season. Wow. Who would have known? Nobody, nobody, nobody. If you listen to the, <laughs> the other episodes, you would have known that. Um, you know, I love how even though this is a completely different planet, completely different timeline, they still got marital jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're like the old domestic. It's like, if you better get home or she's going to like kill you and yeah. put your shoes away, which is something I've personally heard many times in my life was put your shoes away. I don't even have to tell you anymore. You just do it. <laughs> well, I guess, you, guess, you, guess it works. Yeah, there you go. But, um, no, I, I definitely... It's to me. It's one of the better episodes. We get into specifics because it shows a. It it kind of gives a sci-fi vibe to like okay, you can live an entire life in a matter of like twenty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's always a fun premise. But also like the preservation of society, and then it gets into is this could be and kind of going into your topic is could this be art almost or preservation because you that's kind of what art is is not like you're preserving your cultural norms and you're exemplifying that like personifying that even i'm stretching but it counts i mean yeah i mean there's no tangible aspect to it other than like that ship which you know and all the other things like just disappeared in the end but um yeah i mean i guess as far as like 
it lives on in Picard. <laughs> and he'll, yeah, and it's like he'll tell the story, I yeah. imagine. And, but and, my biggest thing was, is like, you know, you, you put all this information into one man who will eventually die. And it's like, after that, it's you, you really put a lot of faith in this man to like really set your story out there, you know? Like, like what if he's a jerk? Yeah, what if he's like, not Screw let, you guys, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. anybody know about this place. <laughs> you guys are jerks. I, I... I've never thought about that. Like, what if the guy was actually, like, a douchebag and was, like... You put a lot of faith in him. <laughs> well, they said it chose... Like, I think Crusher said that. Like, oh, it, it chooses somebody, very, or Data mm. says it chooses the person. So they've waited, like, I guess a thousand years for the right person to come along let's somehow. Not, let's not use, like, a USB or email or anything like that. But the funny thing is, is like, they have the technology to be choosy over who gets it. But they don't have the technology to make water? Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, they're gone. Like, they they went to the Catan region and all the, all the planets if, were dead. What if they figured out the water technology? And, that's, and then they bolted. And they, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good follow-up. Maybe or, Picard season two. Or they died. <laughs> or they're all dead. <laughs> my, my favorite part was, and it kind of reminded me of Discovery, the only thing that I watched in Discovery, <laughs> was he... She, his wife was like, oh, you're out there in the soil getting samples and messing around. I was like, oh, he's really getting ready to start a winery. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's that's Picard. Yeah. Are you so, getting Picard and Discovery confused? Well, oh. Picard is when it's just his show. Oh, Picard. And it, oh. Yeah. And okay. Disco is like this whole other thing. Never mind. I, yeah. I don't know anything. I've yeah, been it's watching, Picard. I've been watching Picard, not Discovery. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because you actually did watch the first couple. I'm such a huge Star Wars fan. Wait. Fix that in post. Fix that in post. Uh, we can't have that. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's... Yeah, I think that's a fun little Easter egg that maybe they can bring it back because you never because technically, like you said, like maybe they. Well, he enjoys the outdoors, and then Picard he enjoys the outdoors. Eventually, starts like a winery. Like, I think there's a little little touches of who he was even there. And I will say this: the fun, like the funny aspect to this, and people always talk about this episode is that they, the makeup artist tried to look, try to make what the actual actor, what's I, his name. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. And I try to make the actual actor look like, what is he going to look like when he's 80? And then yeah. now he's like 80. He doesn't look anything like anything him. Like it. I was <laughs> he like, was like, uh. I was like, swing and a miss. Yeah, I was like, um, you <laughs> but really. They, but, they, but they try. They, you know, the makeup, you know, artistry nowadays has come a long way compared to the 90s. So um... I just love them. Like, five years has passed. How do we know his hair got a little bit longer? It really threw <laughs> me that's all we have. because I don't watch Star Trek a lot. And I was like, did he always have hair? No, he's been bald. He's always had like some of a rat tail in the back of the hair. What? Um, I'm just kidding. I was like, what? It's Appalachia Trek. <laughs> um, no, so it's, um, I mean, there were like funnier parts about that. Like, um. He kind of, like, when he grew that hair back there, I was like, oh, is that Larry David? No, 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 no. I guess it looked, I guess, it yeah. Does it does look like Larry David. Like, with the longer hair in the back. I don't think Patrick Stewart's Jewish, but, um, now what I personally, I didn't realize this until we started watching it, because I haven't seen this episode, and I haven't really watched TNG in a really long time, like, maybe a few years. Like, I go, like, through, you know, I go through my cycles that I watch. Before you go to sleep, yes. Yeah, before you go to sleep. Um... <laughs> And I might have a problem because I think it's been like since college <laughs> I've done that. It's kind of like your security blanket. You know? I guess it is. You have to watch uh, TNG before you. And sleep. the fact that they've switched from Netflix to Paramount, you have no idea how much that stresses me out because mm. Netflix is so smooth and you can like skip intro and stuff. 
Paramount has nothing like that. It's just complete garbage. So uh, I'm not. I'm it's nice. really that's kind of why I stopped watching because it's such a hassle to pull Wait, you haven't up. been watching it lately? I've just been going to bed. What? I do that every few years. I'll oh, stop. Okay. I'll pick it back up. But um, no, what I loved is that they. What I was saying is like how much they scream at each other. Hmm? Like Riker was just screaming the whole time. He was like. Get it out of him! I was waiting for him to pull out a chair and just sit down. <laughs> just sit down awkwardly over it, like he's everyone. And then Crusher is screaming at Riker, and it's just it Wait, just who's, seemed. Who's Crusher? She was the doctor with the red oh, hair. Oh, I just called her Doc. I, that's that's all I remember. Well, I mean, yeah, so okay. it's, it's that's Beverly like, Crusher. That's a hell of a name for a uh, woman, so dainty and beautiful. <laughs> well, she well she's, she, she's actually very tough, Crusher, and and she the actress that plays her. Um, uh, what's her name? Beverly? No, Beverly is her Beverly Crusher. Um, <laughs> I forget her name, but it's she's actually was like stood up to a lot of like sexism on the show, and she actually got fired for that. And they brought in this really old lady that everybody hated. I think it was like season three, and then they brought Crusher back because like Sir Patrick Stewart, like we need her back. She's better. And yeah. And then they bring in Seven of Nine. Wait, wait what's her name? <laughs> That's Jerry Ryan. Yeah. That's Voyager. Wait, is that her name? Seven of Nine. Yeah. That's Did in I get Voyager. Right? Yeah, that was. But that's oh. in Voyager. Oh. Two separate shows. Oh, never yeah. mind. Okay. It, it all runs together. <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of all. Yeah. It's it all runs together. But I did like um, the fact that they had kids so old. I know. I was like, you know, if that was me, my eggs would be like really dried up by then, and I wouldn't even want a kid. Who's got the patience at that age? How like so? I feel like by the time they had the second one, she you're looking a little. Well, she dies older, <laughs> and I just love that she died. And it was such a savage move when she was like, "I want to talk to my husband," which always mm-hmm. reminded me of my line, like when our son, when he like will eventually like talk back or something and be like don't talk to my wife that way yeah she's like i want to talk to my husband and then she dies and i feel bad for the kid because the kid's like when's the last time you talked to mom she's like oh she didn't want to talk to me she wanted to talk to my dad and then she just died (laughs) so it's like does she care about me at all maybe maybe if i wasn't a professional flute player i just didn't understand why i guess old age i don't know i guess it was just for drama like to be like to be like oh like that emotional drama and to connect him to those people through grief and stuff like that. Yeah. Very dramatic death, but you know, it got the point across. She's went, uh, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dying. But can I say when I heard the son, I was like, the daughter doesn't have a British accent, but the son does. I was like, this is just, okay. We're going to pick and choose what accents we have. It was like continuity errors there. I know. Well, I feel like I just love the son because he was, I'm going to be a flute player. And it's like, who pays the bills on that? That means you're going to be living in my basement for the next 30 years. Would you want our son to come to us and be like, Mom, Dad, I want to become a flute player? <laughs> like, well. What was even more surprising, which was when Picard was like, he wants to be a botanist and a sculptor, which are these very amazing career paths. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he could be a Michelangelo of sculptors. I don't know. Or just whatever. But he was just like, wah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. He's like, he wants to be a scientist. And, it was a trash career. But, but the uh, the daughter can be a scientist. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, oh, you can be a scientist. Fine. You want to be a botanist? You, you're an idiot. I think. <laughs> but I think he was mainly like upset that he, he, his son couldn't focus on one career path. He wanted to be all these different things. Well, maybe he's still... He's a young dude. He's trying to figure it out. I don't know. He looked, he looked like in his mid-20s. I mean, he wasn't pushing marriage like with his daughter. <laughs> he's like, you should get married. Have kids. Have babies now. But 
And it was just... Yeah, I mean, there were some like nuances with it, with the episode. But it's one of the favorites because of the flute. And the flute makes several reappearances in the series after oh. this episode. And they didn't... I thought it was in this episode, but it's not. There's a couple... I think there's one episode, I think it's season five or season six, where Picard's playing the flute again. Mm-hmm. But it's not his hands. What? 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 Because so in this episode, like he like mimicked it, mm-hmm. they like pumped the volume and fix it in post. Um, but in the next episode, he forgets the hand movements, or in the next like next time the pipe uh, the flute appears. So if you go in and look at it, it's like just some dude's hands, and he's just like, <laughs> oh, that's so awkward. I put my hands behind my back for no one can see, but yeah. So he just he like puts his hands behind his back. This other dude like superimposes his hands. How do you know? Like, did you see that? It's like a, just a fact, oh, like a so fun fact. Oh, like okay. It's like Easter egg. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, God, that does look awkward. Because it's not his arms. Like, they're, like, bigger for These what big, his body. like, jacked up arms. Like, yeah. It's like, just, this, will, this will work. It's yeah, like, Nobody fine. knows. I mean, it's 1995, 1996. Mm-hmm. Who's going to look back on this in Blu-ray technology? You know, John Luke Picard, what's his real name? Sir Patrick Stewart. He should have just went and just learned flute. Do it the right way. <laughs> For like this five minutes. Just do it the right way. If he was a real master of his craft, mm-hmm. he would get his mm-hmm. ass to learn flute. <laughs> you can curse on the podcast. It's okay. Okay. Boy. I'm, so not, can... I'm not going to. I'm a lady. What is... Um... Luna agrees. She's a lady as well. Well, she's not getting paid for this. No one's getting paid for this. So that's that's. I'm fun. getting paid in hugs and kisses and of course uh, a new pair of sneakers. So. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. It's it's been. I I love this episode. It's one of my favorites because it's just sometimes like what good Trek is is you have like monster of the week. What I like to call where it's just like what? a standalone story, oh. and it's not really. You know, like Doesn't somebody continue like, the series. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like there may be an Easter egg down the road, but it's really just to kind of expand the emotional. Filler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're expanding. Like they they expand the emotional, like connective thing with the audience. So it's like you explore Picard more on his own, and that. So it's and that's kind of like the recipe for Trek. They do that in all the series. Oh, okay. So it's like, and that's again Seven of Nine. Why people got mad because she came on and then she took all these other people's hey, airtime. Hey, why was seven afraid of eight? Because what is it? The, is because, this the Vietnam because one? Because seven, eight, nine. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> Be proud of that one. Yeah, I actually am. Um, oh, and also, can I just say <laughs> how generous this uh, civilization was in giving uh, Picard these memories this whatever this story in his mind because they were like hey we're doing this and you're gonna be traumatized so i understand the the fear aspect of the uh oh the sex and fear the se- i don't know where the sex was it says on and it says tvpg <laughs> that's the awkward i guess part. when she like initiates sex with him that's the it's, sex. it's on every episode of star trek what it's on it says tvpg on every single Does one it say fear and sex fear and sex the one with the bug and the head blowing up? Yeah. Fear and sex. <laughs> There's no sex in that episode. But it said I was fe- waiting for the sex. I was like, oh, here it comes. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's always... <laughs> no, they're, like I talked to you about earlier, Like we could have done like that. There's some episodes with more like sexual content in them because they're there. Yeah. Like when Riker goes to the planet where everyone's wearing pretty much underwear. Like, oh. 
should watch that episode. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's not good. It's like it's an early episode and mm. it's like season one, season two is like. Gotcha. Eh, it's but anyway, good. like I was saying, it was funny because they put these memories in a Picard that he has to deal with for the rest of his life. A little PTSD. Yeah, like forced like, PTSD. I was just like, really? He's like really having to adjust being captain again. Well, well, think about it. Like it's almost to the point where him as a person, you get this this I, I guess you get this abducted or probed in a way and then you go literally from one second to another and then you have one life and then you have kids and you have a wife and you have like hobbies and friends and you build up life for 40 50 years and then in the snap of a finger you're back to what you were and you know i i really almost feel like i know it's for a show but in real life <laughs> you could just probe him whatever you feel want but just just give them a uh, come together as a community. Be like, hey, this is who we were. We're not gonna make you like <laughs> fall in love with this person and have children. And, oh my gosh, it's terrible. And it's just like you could have just been like, hey, these uh, are these are some paintings and this, here's some books. This, this is our culture. Pass this on. But no, we're gonna traumatize you. Well, see, the funny thing is, is that in, I think that would have been better because they could have put out a probe. That could have been available to everyone. Going back to the USB thing again. And then everyone could have seen it and it spread the message far and wide as opposed to literally basing your entire civilization on one dude. And if he's a good and is a good dude or not. Yeah, like, and just, just traumatize them while we're at it. Might as well. That's a good point. Like, what if they choose the wrong guy and he has... This is what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, this is so over the top. <laughs> Is it over the top? It is a little. It is a little. Well, it's a. There's some campiness to Star Trek. That's not like it's a show. I get it, but real life. I I would really hope that a civilization wouldn't go through all this. (laughs) Well, yeah, they'd be. I just think if they could develop that technology to choose somebody, they would be like, "Hey, we can pull water from the atmosphere," Mm -hmm. like or you know, Mm -hmm. basic stuff like that. Maybe by that point they had already done it. Before the what did the sun explode? Well, yeah, I want this. That's true. The sun did go supernova, so they were kind of screwed no matter what. Yeah, it's like, hey, we finally got water. What's that? Why is the supernova. sun getting bigger? <laughs> Don't worry, I have my own homemade sunscreen. Everybody, I'm like, guys, yeah, is... let's send up this ship with who we are and a story for this random guy in the future. <laughs> How do, I, yeah, I just, I mean, the more you talk, like that's the beauty of track is that I, I think maybe. The newer episodes are a little more cautious, but like the older episodes, they didn't probably expect it to be like we're in 2021 going to 2022 talking about this episode that was what from 1994, 1995. It reminds me of like and nitpicking it to death. <laughs> it reminds me of a soap opera, but like it kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. I'm not, I won't be offended by that. I mean, I grew up watching General Hospital and you know, all my children, That's true. And one life to live, and it's like it's kind of the same vein. You think it's soap opery? That's interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, I've never watched any soap opera before. What? I, I've never seen one episode of any soap opera. Well, the great thing about soap operas is, is like... Don't say the line. What? If you've seen one, you've seen them all. I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, after a while, you you know, General Hospital's been on like for 40, 50 years, and the great thing with it is, is it's got such a great continuity where it's like one thing happens in like 1974, and, people, and it kind of like could come back to 2020 like 2020 so oh yeah it's like i knew this person 50 years ago or this happened and it literally years. is 50 years ago yeah because shows when i'm yeah. like 50 oh wow yeah. so they keep they keep some things is it go every day like five days a week yeah like new episodes yeah who has the time for that boomers <laughs> you stay at home boomers and stay at home moms i guess you yeah. could 
watch your stories now. But. <laughs> but that's kind of what it reminded me of. And, you know, it's like, obviously it's a little bit more detailed and special. There, but There are better, like, I mean, you could depict it like there are better themes of, like, live in the now and take, and I mean... That's and I've and I've hit this point over the head multiple times, like and I've talked with Alan about it. Sci-fi is the best when it has real world, like real world. I'm from Appalachian, Kentucky. Real world application. So like in next in like the original series, they had they talked about racism and they talked about Vietnam and they talked about like injustices that way mm-hmm. without actually talking about it. Yeah, I mean that's so it's, it's important and needed. You know, yeah. I think that like. You know, it is something, the, the good takeaway from this episode is like, you know, don't forget the past. Don't forget history. Don't forget civilizations, you know, that came well before us. It's, you know, just don't probe a guy in the process of it. <laughs> don't probe me, bro. Don't probe me. Well, it's, yeah, and I love the, and I do agree with the YOLO thing, like, but I don't agree with it. Because that's pretty much what he was saying. It was like, live in the now. Everything's now. Important now, now, now. I'm like... Mm. And it's like, I just, as believers, I don't, like, that's not true. Like, we don't, we do have more to look forward to. But at the same time, like, it is important to, especially with being a parent, you know, enjoy mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the little nuances, like him mm-hmm. and even though he'd be crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Be careful. He may yeah. listen to this one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's one and a half years old, so. Yeah. But I'm talking like maybe 10 years in the future he could listen to. Or a thousand years in the future. This could be, dear God. Would you would you ever want to come back and do this again or or no? God no. No, you're kidding. not doing it. You're I'm like just I'm kidding. done. I'd come back, but you know, I don't think I'm. I'm not. I think a, you did a great I'm, job. I'm not a Star Trek fan. I mean, I don't know. What's... But that's okay. Like, it's that's what happened with school and the anime kids. It's because it was I tried to get into ask questions and it was shun the non-believer, mm-hmm. um, and that and that's how it was. So it's like I, I hate when fandoms do that because it's like even if you've only watched one or two, I think it's okay, but. Um, I appreciate you coming on because uh, I'll probably be editing this on my laptop <laughs> later, and you'll be like, "I wonder what's taking him so long." But um, I think that's it. And if Luna, if you want to wrap it up, thank you so much for listening and. That has been our 50th episode roundtable with my beautiful wife. Yeah, like I mentioned before at the beginning of the episode, we are having some uh, after-credit uh, fun and kind of uh, tomfoolery with uh, talking about a couple subjects that aren't really Trek-related but kind of are. So feel free to listen to that after the credits. And always remember, guys, you can hit us up on our social media at Podcast on Instagram, Megaparticle underscore on Twitter, and we're on Facebook and, and all of that. Maybe not on TikTok because I'm, I'm just an older millennial and I don't have the skills for that. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And as always, second start of the right, straight on till morning. talk about the latest episode or latest season of great british bake off 
Was it season nine? I have no idea. Maybe in season so, ten. There's so many seasons. I have no idea. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for Jurgen because he didn't get that handshake out of the four of them. He just was left he alone. Was alone. Also, spoilers for Great British Bake Off season nine, season ten, whatever it is. But yeah, so I I feel bad, but then again, he didn't do a good job. Yeah, yeah. But that's unusual for Paul to give three handshakes. Uh, boom, boom, boom. I don't think I've seen three over the course of a whole season, really. I've never seen one in one episode. Like in that. one episode, in yeah. one challenge, yeah. they all three get. It. So I think it was the best finale. Had the best people. Mm-hmm. Like I th- this was a really good cast this year, and the fact that like Freya and oh, what's her name? Uh, the the one with the weird hair. Yeah, the one with the weird hair. Like the she, bigger gal. Yeah. Yeah, she went, and they all went. And yeah, saw like a road the, trip. Yeah, the road trip around the whole country to see uh, all the past contestants. And then Giuseppe is like, I'm gonna move back to Milan. Screw you guys. Yeah, well, he's Italian, so I assume he's a. Uh, great, a UK citizen. A UK citizen. Yes. I assume he lived in there. I mean. To be could on the show. You, could you be like a U.S. citizen that's just like living over there? Could you imagine then, a U.S. person? We've talked an about An American this. on the show. I'd love to be. Like, what they call them, like Belgian, was it Belgian buns or something? Yeah. And they're like, oh, the cinnamon rolls. Like, why don't yeah. you just call them cinnamon rolls? I, I don't think an American would actually do very good on the show. Oh, we'd be terrible. Because we'd be like, what the hell is that? It's like, uh, you need to make biscuits. And then it's like, you've made literal... Biscuits and gravy. We yes. wanted cookies. This is almost like the Olympic thing. Like you put in an average Joe into the Olympics doing just... an event, and you really see how amazing Olympians. Well, are. these people are supposed to be like amateur bakers. Like, yeah, they're not supposed to have like a real baking job. This is stuff they do at home. Yeah. But well, you've... like Chase is. He just started doing it within like less than two years. A year and, and a half. He dominated like so many contestants. So. But I wonder. Well, you said you wanted to get into baking too. Yeah, but like. Bake for a birthday party for our son, not like, not be like, I'm going to be a contestant on this no, show. No, but like, just like you can get a cookbook and explore and do different stuff. I think there's nothing wrong Oh, yeah. Wrong well, with that. I got a, you know, cake kit, so I could try to make some crap. Is that the thing that August constantly pulls out of the Constantly like, pulls yeah, out of the yeah, thing yeah. and throws crap everywhere? Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I'm always worried he's going to like jam his finger into like the, the piping bag. The piping bag. Yeah. Like they're, they're, little... pretty, they're pretty secure. Yeah. I know. It's just. <laughs> being a dad but i i enjoyed the season i guess we can watch the the christmas one yeah the holiday special maybe we should have a great british bake-off podcast no what if we do that because we literally know nothing about baking that's that's what makes it fun like i feel bad if anybody doesn't watch it it's like (laughs) listening right now because like ooh, special thing at the end of the episode and it's just like garbage if you don't care anything about this just like it's just super you can just stop what you're doing and turn this off just turn this off leave please just kidding no i'm uh i'm excited for um i guess i'll watch the christmas one yeah well we have to wait a whole nother year for another season that's kind of sad i know i wish i could watch it live like get bbc channel four whatever it is mm-hmm. and watch it live yeah but what did you think about the the bald guy and the tall guy uh, i don't even know their names <laughs> matt and noel no- wow no no that's it no yeah i i like Noel. Like, he's pretty cool you know we've gotten used to him but i think matt's a little over the top being that he's you know a bigger hollywood star and has done yeah a little bit more so i think he tries to like steal a little bit too much thunder or something yeah it's just People, I feel, are, people are calling for him to leave. <laughs> well, I feel like it's been more pushy. Like, they've been more interjecting and pushy. Yeah. Well, and, I know they 
pissed Jurgen off. Like at one oh point, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like at one he point was, he was like, "You need to stop." He's like not dealing with that. I wasn't. No, that wasn't the kissing spatula thing. That was that, that was, was like fun that out. was after Jurgen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's gold, Jerry. It's gold. It's gold. It's just piss him off a lot, you know. This is making mad, even though it's the most stressful point in his life. But yeah, yeah Jurgen definitely looked like he probably killed somebody at one point. But no. or it could have been his German demeanor. Is just German. And I'm German, so I can say that. So <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but he's actually German. He's like German, like, like with the accent. Oh, <laughs> no, he's he's Schwarzenegger now. <laughs> I will beg this. <laughs> Keeping that in, by the way. Um, all right, I guess we can we can cut it, but that was fun. Yeah, Pico. Well, I guess we need an outro, so I guess. So thanks for having me. I you know really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I won't do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be on again. I actually, just delete this immediately. Yes, don't don't let this see the light of day. <laughs> no one ever. No, I, I'm sure. Like I, people... I want to go to my first Trek con one day. We should do that. Yeah. We should do that, yeah. actually. I'll be even more lost than when I went to. Oh, Harry you think I'm bad? Than Harry Potter World. That's not even fair. I didn't know where I was at when I went there. Wait, Harry Potter World in Florida, or when we went to London? To London, the mecca of Harry Potter. Okay, so we went to London and we saw we went to the Harry Potter studio tour, which you can tour the actual studios where they shot the movies. So, like the Great Hall is the same Great Hall they shot the movies in, and they have all the props and it's it's they have butterbeer there. It's just it's it's yeah, amazing so, so i'm just sitting there i'm at the place of where every harry potter fan wants to go and you have no idea i have no idea on. what i'm looking at i'm just wandering around and john's freaking out i was like oh my gosh the horror cruxes and you're like what are those <laughs> so, <laughs> so i feel like i would be the same way at a star trek convention to be like i don't know what i'm star, looking at star trek conventions would be <sighs> i want to go to one but i don't want to go to one because i'm nervous why are you nervous because i'm i'm a fan but i'm not like that big of a fan yeah but you're more of like a closet fan than you are like not anymore apparently but not anymore (laughs) i used to be but Mm um i i would go but i'd want you to go with me well hell yeah i'd go would you would you go listen to panels see that's where i think it would get boring for you is because i'd want to go listen to people talk for like an hour or two or two and a half that's fine and you'd be like who cares what uh, well, now if Avery Brooks came, that'd be a huge effing deal. I mean, it's, considering how many museums you've been with me all over the world, like yeah, but those are fun. I like museums. I like history. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I mean, it's cool seeing that stuff. I would wear a red shirt and go with you. Thank you. I don't know what I would dress up as. Mm, a doctor, like a Star Trek doctor. Don't they wear blue? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Blue green. Yeah. Blue green. Yeah. I would. I would do that. Yeah. I don't know, I've never saw myself as I always saw me more of security or command. Oh, I don't know what color they were. Security is yellow uh-huh. and command is red. I thought who dies all the time? Okay, is it so red? we're actually getting into a little bit more complex. Wow, <laughs> this this little segment was only supposed to last like a minute or two, like as a joke, and it's actually turning into a lot more. Um, so the red shirts actually... Um, they switch. So the original series of red shirts do die all the time. Okay. And the red shirts are security and gold is command. Uh-huh. And then I guess from like the 100 years or 50 years, whatever it is, after Kirk, they switch. So that red is command, yellow security. So the red shirts do die all the time in the original series. And now it's kind of like, okay, the yellow shirts die a lot. Oh. So it's, it's a change, but... Um, 
Yeah, so when you see like Picard and Riker, they wear red. I'm going to go with seven of nine. <laughs> I don't think I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> Maybe you could go like Picard seven of nine. A, where she a wears bald, like sexy and bald. I could do that. No, she, she's not bald. No, I mean Picard version of Seven of Nine when she actually wears like decent clothes. Oh, I thought you meant like a combo of <laughs> Picard and Seven of Nine. It could work. I mean, that's another thing. There's like, people do weird iterations, and I, I don't know how to interact with other fans. Wait, I want to go as the um, Klingon. <laughs> I want to go as a Klingon. I'd go as a Klingon with you. It's so much makeup. <laughs> and so much makeup. I think going in Klingon would be fun, but it's a lot of makeup, mm-hmm. a lot into the costume because you don't want to do poopy costume. So I, I would probably do something simple like mm-hmm. dress up as like zombie Picard. I get it. Yep. That could work. You could do the makeup. You do you do beautiful <laughs> makeup. Seriously. I do only good zombies. Like you could do beautiful zombie zombie Picard. Or people would love it. Take pictures. Ooh, of it. zombie seven of nine. See how many characters. I don't. Have? I'm not. Again. I'm not comfortable with you wearing skin tight leotards oh my in per- in public. They were so. Do you know? I think I've told you they were so tight that Jerry Ryan would pass out or almost pass out, and it was so tight she couldn't take it off to use the bathroom except like one or twice a day. So if you eat Taco Bell and you have to poop, guess what? That suck was staying on. Ooh. Yeah. So it. Maybe it's like a spacesuit and you can just poop in it. I, this is real life. <laughs> this is not on the show. This is like real life. Like so. Isn't it real life? <laughs> is that what they do? Yeah, they do. They can poop. No, wait. Yeah, like if they're in their big suits or something, yeah. I guess they can poop. I'm an accountant. I don't know. I but, have no idea. But uh, I thought you know, I was like, no, honey, this is real life we're talking about. <laughs> this is a person pooping in a costume. I'm like, nobody wants that. Put a diaper on the woman. <laughs> Like, oh God, what smells? The thing is so tight, you probably That's true. It probably would. What what's the saying you things like your pants are so tight if you fart, they'll blow, blow off. Your blow your <laughs> socks off. Yeah. That's um but this time with poop. Oh, so okay. we've ended so we we've mentioned poop, so I think we this is a good probably a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Because knowing us, we could probably keep talking for the next hour or two. Thank you for having me. I'm exiting now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's perfect.